is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gate Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you Welcome, 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 everyone, to Strange Brew. Tom has recently attended the funeral of his late husband, uh, and, and he's being currently investigated because he collected a, some windfall of uh, $95,000 in life insurance money. What's going on, everybody out there? I'm very excited for this episode. Um, I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, <laughs> a.k.a. Tom Thompson. Before I get into uh, what all this shenanigans is really about, um, who is my co-host and my best bud? This this hoe is your co-host and best bud. It's Webwin Kaiju. Hello, everybody. Anton's here. <laughs> I'm really excited for this, everybody out there, um, because I want to... I always... I have OCD in some form, so I always want to do things that kind of lead into other things. That's why we're taking the trail, the dirt road that we are with serial killers, is I want to go farther back and kind of travel towards the future of fucking murderers and, and psycho killers. So this idea, I want What? Huh? Psycho killers, kiss kissay. Yeah, psycho killer, kiss kissay. <laughs> it's fa fa goddamn it, get it right. All right, and uh, so I want to do the Black Widow killers because I know we've kind of slacked on covering female serial killers and female true crime in general. So I want to start pushing that towards the forefront more because. We only get about, I think, 40% of our listeners are females and 60% are males. Makes fucking sense, though. Uh, so we're going to try to drive that fucking home and get some more, uh, four more females joining us in this circle of uh, the hose heads and becoming a hose head. You can be any gender um, or, or anything you identify as. So it's, I guess it's Pride Month. So the funny thing is, too, we are recording this on Father's Day. <laughs> no, Father's Day is tomorrow. Fuck- yeah, technically it's tomorrow. What's well, Father's Day weekend? Yes, it is Father's Day weekend. Which is uh, uh quite funny considering. So I'm gonna go dilf hunting later. That's a good idea. <laughs> so uh for this episode, this special occasion, at least for the you know, the YouTube listeners and the people that get it on Twitch before we ever release these episodes, um I am wearing Chelsea I was gonna look at I was looking for my grandma's hats, but I'm wearing Chelsea's grandma's hat. It literally is black. It has the little veil thing you pull over your eyes like you're at a funeral. Mm-hmm. I, th- I was like, do you have, okay, I was like, we had almost were about to record. And I was like, okay, do you, I, don't, I was like, it's a stupid question, but I was like, they might be in storage. Do you have uh, my grandma's hats? And, and she's like, yeah, I got mine too. And I was like, oh, you need to fucking bring those out right now. Because <laughs> they, we have all these like literally old timey, like 1920s, 30s, 40s, um, even like 1950s style female hats, women hats as you, they used to wear back in the day. And, um, so I was like, I know there's something like this. So I pulled this out and it is perfect for this episode. I just, I just murdered my husband 
I put him in a no, shallow you grave. You didn't murder your husband. Dig. Your husband died mysteriously. Yes. My husband died mysteriously, and yes. I can only fucking put him three feet under the ground because my arms are fucking bony and skinny, and I, I'm a woman and I can't dig. Wow. <laughs> well, it went from 40% to 20%. So yeah, good job. I I'm just kidding, everybody. Uh, so um, I microdosed this morning. I took about a P7, so I am fucking having a good time. And, um, I also have this is good, and I guess it's kind of, it just looks girly. Um, I had to be like, oh, it's a girly. And when I went to um, the LCBO, Chelsea with me, I was like, I like this stuff. But I was like, it's kind of girly can. And then Chelsea's like, keep telling him you have a small penis. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking pink. The can is pink. So I was like, uh, you know, it's good, but I just think the pan, the can's kind of girly. So it's it's a, and it's an espresso martini fizz. What? Yeah, and it tastes like coffee, but like it, it kind of like it's like it is has coffee in it. Um, it's pretty good actually. It's a martini that's like made with coffee. And I got it in this big girly fucking wine glass. Everything you've just said so far has taken our female listenership from forty yeah. percent to five. Pretty much, yes. And um, and we're losing my people too. So you guys are fine, man. Just be okay with everything. Everyone love everybody, right? That's. That's the whole premise of this, is it not? Everybody uh, yes. love everybody! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, welcome. This will be interesting. I'm really excited about this. And I, like I said, I want to start diving into more, you know, female true crime and serial killers and stuff like that because, you know, we got to include everybody. And I've had a, a talk to the Anton, too, to shout this out before anyone else fucking steals our ideas. Um, I want to get to the left. Excuse me. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. It's fucking, oh. It literally happens all the time. Um, it's it's extremely strange. We had plans to do another episode that we talked about for weeks beforehand, and then somebody else released it like the fucking same week we were gonna record. So the day really we yeah, the day we were gonna record it, I I messaged Tom and was like, we need a different topic. Yeah, really fucking weird. I don't know what the synchronicities is. And what's the going third on? Third time that that's happened. Yeah, third time, and we've talked before. We've seen this, and we wouldn't know they're inside working so it's pretty fucking weird and we're not as big as this podcast but it is strange how they seem um <laughs> we seem to be on the same level when it comes to certain things we're recording which is well what we've it's, definitely been compared to the the dime store version of yeah. uh that show yeah yeah that show um so but we are unique and we are different and we'll keep being ourselves and uh you can call us whatever you want but leave five stars on apple podcast and they uh they they will never they will never suspect thomas that this ring contained contained the powder that i used to end my husband's life oh that's a pretty cool ring can you snort coke out of that shit no it's just got a magnet and it's not an actual poison box Oh, but it looks cool. like it looks like the lament configuration from Hellraiser, so I love it. Oh, that's dope. Where'd you get that? Uh, art festival. Uh, fart festival. <laughs> fart festival. <laughs> Everyone's puffing on farts. All right, <laughs> let's, let's get into this. Uh, I think my microdosing has kicked in a while ago. I have some weed. I'm good. It may be taking a little hit, but we'll see. The most in this this article, um, we took it from different sources, but one of the main articles we uh, have taken from our sources is by uh, Robert F. Mason. So let's get into this shit. The most ruthless or prolific female murderers become uh, famous black widows. Ladies assumed to have used their feminine nature in some way to lure in their victims. Deadly black widows hold a particularly fascination for true crime buffs and horror fans. So it's only fitting that we examine some of them in historical context. 
So we're going to get into high-profile cases of female murderers, killers from, obviously, the past. And uh, we're going to, you know, give the rundown of the alleged crimes and body counts uh, of these people and the ultimate fates that the men did have. Mm-hmm. Also, I was going to say earlier, right, when I was talking, I just fucking ran it off um, about whatever the fuck I was talking about. We, so nobody else steals it. Uh, we have talks, considering we have a member of the community associated with our podcast i really want to do like a gay fucking we've already done dog but i want to do gay serial killers i want to just cover a whole full just want to do a whole a whole single uh episode yeah just like cover in this this like the scope of just a bunch of different um gay serial killers because there's there is a fair amount out there and then branch off and start talking about them later on because i'm pretty sure people like i really want to get into bruce MacArthur, which is the toronto serial killer that put men in pot planters around because he was he uh he ran um a company that essentially you know they planted plants and they did uh what's that called like agriculture boat that's not what it's called so where you go around you fucking dig out plants and you put shit in them and you fucking you make people's houses look nice i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm talking about anymore oh what is that the landscaping Yes, landscaping. Right. I was like, why couldn't I think of that goddamn word? But um, I'm pretty sure he was gay because he did murder. He took everyone from gay bars, so he has to be. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but he, he likes I mean, staging. psychologically yeah. speaking, it says a lot, but um, I would say that, that that doesn't necessarily make that person, you know. Um, okay, get it. That doesn't make that person gay or what have you. Yeah. If that's the standards that we're doing, then cool, but. I didn't know if you wanted to do people that are explicitly queer or if we have... No, we're not covering Bruce McArthur until later. It's just someone I wanted to mention before fucking someone else fucks his. Oh, Canadian you don't, don't want to add him into the, uh, the the pool of queer killers. I got you. We'll probably mention him, but there is plenty well, of it could also It could also be a less dead thing. Like, the same reason that people would yes. take people of color that were sex workers as well and, and murder them because they were less dead. Nobody so, fucking worries about where the I gays don't know. are. I don't know how it was up in Canada. If you guys still had the same bullshit with the cops and, you know, not wanting to touch anything that seemed kind of gay like it was down here. Oh, for sure. Was it? And okay. um, something that we're going to dive into soon, uh, eventually, once we get through some other killers. Um, I did not know this, but there's evidence that the RCMP is trying to hide and burn all the evidence from the Robert Picton farm because supposedly it has connections with Trudeau. It's really weird shit going on, man. I, there's a lot of evidence and a lot of weird stuff that keeps popping up, and the RCMP are in a hurry to dispose of all the evidence at the Robert Picton farm, like all the stuff that they have um, cataloged and stuff like that, in, in which I found out recently. Fucking weird shit, man. Weird I shit. mean, if you think about it, is it really, would it really be that crazy? And I know it's the, like the plot of a movie at this point, but yeah, would it really true. be that crazy if you had like somebody in an office that was like, I know what you're doing, Robert, and we're not going to let you get away with it. But, but I definitely have some bodies that I need to get rid of. So exactly. we're going to use you and we're going to make sure that uh, you're protected for as long as you're useful. I found that extremely interesting. I just saw um, someone who is a, a very good um, TikToker and that kind of uh, this chick really does dive deep and explores all this stuff and gives you factual evidence. She posts and literally shows you where she got this from. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. And I want to start getting back into some Canadian serial killers. So before anyone else fucking steals our shit. All right. So, um, Lasiria, Lasiria, Borgia. 
Is that her name? You got to fucking help me with some of these. Lyseria Borgia. Okay, let me let me go back in and blah, 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 look up the list of Lyseria. Lyseria. Uh, let me look up the list that we went through. I have a little fun thing for after uh, for the people that are watching on uh, YouTube and Twitch. I have a little fun thing after every single killer. So also the people that are watching on YouTube, make sure you go over and check out uh, the Reptilians page and uh, leave a like and comment on that, too. Yeah, uh, it's produced a new song, The Haunting, um, so check that out. One of my favorite songs that I've recorded, so I threw together a little music video, so check that shit out. The Raptilian. Every Lucerzia time you s- Borgia. Yeah, Lucerzia. And every, t- every person that's interested in my music, because we play it after every episode, um, you can find it on YouTube. All Mostly all my songs are on there, but you search up The Raptilian, and it will say, do you mean The Reptilian or The Raptilian? And you just click that, and you'll find my channel, because people get confused. Lasilia uh, Borgia. Uh, Borgia. This is her. She looks fucking mean. She's um, giving me like Nathaniel Hawthorne vibes where she should be burning some witches. Yes. We're not, we're, a lot of these until the end, we're kind of just going to rattle off a lot of black uh, widow killers and just, just do like what they were known for. And then we got a big case at the end for everybody. Um, but some of these might lead into doing full episodes um on some mm-hmm. of them so rev- uh she was revealed through the ages as a renaissance femme fatale who carried poison in her ring and used it to kill her husband and political rivals lasiria is that what you say it would be a lasiria 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 um, the image has recently undergone revision historians now largely consider her a scapegoat who actually and who was actually quite pleasant, especially compared to her kinfolk. So obviously her family was worse than she was. The Spanish nobles who uh, immigrated to Italy in the 15th century swiftly gained control of the Vatican, married three times the Borgia. I've heard of that name before, too. The fa- that family. I feel like there's a show about it. I could yeah. be wrong, though. La Ciotia was often a pawn in the schemes of her fathers and brothers. And she is likely the only woman that we're going to talk about who never actually killed anyone, but she was accused of doing it for centuries. Mm-hmm. Very strange. So we're going to go body well, She wasn't count. a vampire. It wasn't as though she was alive for centuries doing this. It was just for centuries she was considered to be yes. a Black Widow killer. Yes, uh, exactly. Um, remember, I did microdose this morning. <laughs> so. um, her body count, unknown, likely zero. Uh, her fate died June 24th, 1519, at the age of 39. 39. So let's get into Marie Manning, a Swiss immigrant to England. Manning. But I am Swiss. We're talking about her, not so much the scope of her crimes. She had only one victim, as much as the sensationalism that her crime did spawn. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, the myth surrounding the actual crimes. Yes. Um, yeah, she, she looks like a typical, uh, you know, woman from back in those days. Little bonnet on her head all the time, you know. <laughs> it, def- it definitely helps that she's drawn and we don't have a photo of her, so. Yeah, there's not much. There's paintings and stuff like that. Uh, but there is not really photos back then. Um, right. You know, but they they did have photos later on, Billy. 
It didn't. It wasn't the 1960s that they that you know they had color photos in the 1960s. Billy, did you just call me Billy? No, because Billy fucking. Oh. Became, I'm bringing back the on um on the episode for um who's those two fucks that got abducted? Uh, Barney and Betty Hill. Barney, Benny, Betty and Barney yeah, Hill. Yeah. Yeah. They Billy. We're showing uh, talking about them, and he he thought that they did not have color photos in the 1960s, and I always what. Yeah, he's not that smart at times, but sometimes I love he is. Billy. Oh no, right, Tom's getting high. That was a little bit. This is really good for everybody out there. Um, it's strawberry silver. It's fucking good. I like it. It's light. You can just take a little tokes of it, and but if you take a big one, you're gonna be fucked. So Mary had two suitors: a young man close to her age named Frederick Manning, an older gentleman named Patrick O'Connor. Who both proposed marriage? They both wanted to get. Uh, they both wanted to get married. Marriage, marriage, marriage. We come together. Marriage. Uh, fucking support our Patreon, everybody. It's three fucking dollars a month. One, I'm definitely get. Uh, Princess Bride will either be a com- probably not a commentary, but it's definitely gonna be an unreal review. Yes, yes, you're very smart. Now shut up. She, she, yeah, she, she chose Manning, who had promised he had an inheritance coming, and she maintained a friendship with O'Connor, but many believe was rather sexual, you could say. It was sexual in nature. It was sexual. Sexual. So uh, when it became clear that Frederick, uh, Frederick's inheritance was not forthcoming... He may have lied about that part. Mary hatched a plan with him to murder O'Connor and rob his house and everything they could find. So it's like, well, I chose you because you fucking told me you had money, which you don't. Uh, So this guy that did propose and I chose you, you know what? Because I did choose you, I choose you. (laughs) Pokemon. Gotta say, um, queue up your Pokemon thing for that one. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, and then, so they're like, all right, well, we're gonna rob this guy and take his money. So she invited O'Connor to dinner one night, but meanwhile, she was probably fucking him without maybe Manning knowing, or he did know and was like, well, I don't know. I guess I could watch. He could have been a cuckold. Could have. This is wild speculation at this point on the, you know, on the side of a victim. So, yeah. So they invited him for dinner where Mary shot him in the back of the head and Frederick finished him off with a fucking chisel. Okay. A chisel. So she probably. I say that's pretty brutal for a female killer. They're not usually that. uh, Well, she she didn't do anything. She shot him in the back of the head. That's like, let me go get you some wine. That's still pretty brutal because female killers generally use poisoning as their Mm -hmm. method. Yeah, because they can't fight a big strapping man. I, I don't think that's the whole reason. I think the other that's reason is that it's it. just it's less it's less messy. They're smarter because poisoning, if you do it right, is just generally not really. Uh, yeah. Especially back in the day, you couldn't really figure it out. And for the people that caught the female serial killer episode that me, Justin and Billy did back in the day, it will be coming on the Patreon as a Lost Tapes episode. We talked a lot about the long game with females play the long game, the sneaky game. They men will want to kill you in an instant of being angry, but women will hold on to that anger, that grudge, and they will kill you five years fucking later. 
right? All right. <laughs> that is so true. How is that not true? I mean, come on. That's definitely. I, chicks hold uh, on to. My own fucking fiance does it. They hold on the grudges longer. I get angry and then I'm not angry anymore. Like it just, it is what it is, but I'm trying to be less sexist because we all, we all know that I prefer the company of men. And I, I agree that, uh, yeah, they play the like long in, in a moment, that's generally the men rage. But I mean, I've, I've known plenty of gay men that hold a grudge for a hot fucking minute. So they're more of the more femme fatale ones though. Right? No, no? most of the men I associate with are not as femme. So fuck it. Anton likes the big bears. Just out of the bear cave. All right. So they, they stashed his body in a hole, then dug underneath the kitchen flagstones ahead of time, and then packed it with fucking quicklime to speed up, the, obviously, the body's decomposition. Uh, de de yeah, the decomposition process. The decomposition. Um, over the next two days, Mary gathered whatever valuables and stock certificates she could find at O'Connor's residence. It does show the time error, too. Mm -hmm. It's just like... All right, we're going to fucking this, you know, having stocks. It's just like just collecting a bunch of papers. That means you own certain things and then you're cashing them in. Because this is the time where obviously there's like paper money, gold. People still held on to gold a lot of times. Um, mm -hmm. Two of the O'Connor colleagues came to their house asking, asking about him. So they both, uh, they both flee to London. They were like, let's get the fuck out of here. We, there's questions being asked. And she was fucking, it's stupid because you were proposed to by this guy. So they're obviously, if he goes missing and you were seen with this guy probably many times, guess what's going to happen? Yeah, you're, you're going to you know bump yourself up to the uh, <laughs> top of the suspect list there. Yeah. Maria went to Edinburgh where she was arrested after trying to sell some of O'Connor's stock certificates. So they traced it down that far. The but they're still they're still yeah. traceable. I mean, like you don't have the computer system obviously over the interstate that allows you to just figure out like, oh, this is here and this is here. It's like, but they did have a system in place that you could, especially if it was a financial institution. Yeah. We're not talking about like police departments being rivaled with one another and not wanting to share the glory or the credit on any of this thing. We're talking about institutions that run money, and they're some of the yes. most well-oiled. You know, like they always have their shit on lock, more or less. And just for a reference... Um, and that's not praising them, because fuck those financial institutions. But, you know... This was in the 18th century. Like, this was uh, towards the end of the 18th century. She was born in 1821, and she died in 1849. Um, so, just as, just as reference to the time error... Um, because, uh, the, the couple blamed each other uh, at the trial. Like, you fucking did it. No, you, no, did, you it. did it! It's fucking back and forth. Both yep. were guilty... And they were publicly executed in 1849. Hanging? Yeah, I'm guessing. Let me CC Senor. Uh, this says executed the morning. In the morning. Huh. Weird. You know, it's just like, uh, you're like, you're, you know, you're going by your son's, uh, you know, bed and you're like, you know. Tomorrow we can get up, you know, everybody. We can go to the public hanging, all right? You ready? Everyone pack up their shit, dress all nice, because we get to watch someone get murdered. Oh, fuck yeah. It is, there obviously people didn't have TVs. I want to go see the murder, mommy. Can I go see the execution, <laughs> please? Did you finish all your vegetables, Tuamish? Yes, mama. You want to know how many people showed up? 174. 50,000 people showed up to witness their deaths that's so i, I mean i get it like 50,000 people that's a concert 
It's schadenfreuden, dude. Like, humans love watching tragedy. They love it. One of those people was Charles fucking Dickinson, my homie. He fucking came to see them get fucking murdered, man. Charles Dickens? Dick, yeah, Dickens, not Dickinson. It's it's Dickens. (laughs) It's Dickens, way, oh yeah. Fringy ass bitch. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Uh, so body count one, uh, yeah, they were hanged, uh, along with her husband and an accomplice, supposedly Mary became the inspiration for one of Dickens characters, um, Hortense, the maid in his novel bleak house, bleak house. This house is bleak. It's so boring. Um, so yeah, that's like I said, some of these, who knows, they might trickle back into the world of strange brew. But as for right now, you know, a lot of them murder their husband, try to get away with it, steal money or murder somebody, steal money. That's what they do. They're trying to, they're trying to reap the benefits of the man and how powerful and strapping the man's joking. Everybody. And, I, and I will say that, uh, at least at my standpoint is if you're uh, you know, a woman back in the day who was not able to get a divorce and nobody, nobody believed you when you said that your husband was viciously beating you and yeah. you know, your yes. husband mysteriously died of arsenic poisoning, but nobody yeah. found out it was arsenic poisoning. Uh, here at strange brew, uh, Reverend Kaiju says, good for you. Good. Good for you. Good for you. That, that prick deserved to die. If you got away with it, good for you. Wait. Um, so Maria Besnard. <laughs> Besnard. This chick is fucking creepy looking. I do not like this woman at all. Yeah, she uh she looks real stoic. Just wait. Just she, wait. I don't dub know. She the, looks like she's gonna beat you with reeds. Yeah, dubbed the Queen of the Poisoners. By the French press, Maria Besnard was ultimately charged with 13, 13, count 13, counts of fucking murder, including killing both of her husbands, her fucking father, her mother, a father-in-law, a mother-in-law, two friends, and a handful of fucking relatives who left her their estate. Oh, my. You are, yeah. She is an ah! extremely scary-looking woman, and I would not want to see her in a dark alley whatsoever they look so happy yeah she's creepy especially specifically <laughs> there's one photo if you look up for all the audio look up marie besnard and yeah there is one specific one where she looks like she's looking through a window and she has gnarly teeth and it is she looks like she's like ed gein's like fucking future wife like just loves murder and loves digging up old bodies and wearing skin suits Old Eddie Gein doesn't need no wife. Eddie Gein <laughs> makes himself a wife. <laughs> I've got my mother. Mother mother says that women are whores, and I shouldn't <laughs> associate with them. Is that how you think he talked? Would, would anybody like a pork chop? <laughs> Her second husband, Leon, confided to his mistress, both he and Maria had lovers on the side. So they had an open marriage. So Good for them. Yeah, Progress. Yeah, that he was certain that Maria was planning to kill him. He was like, yo, I don't know if it's, you know, I just think that she's out to fucking murder me. I got to fucking figure something out. So, um, when, so he knew he was going to get murdered by her. And when he finally died, Maria became a suspect. Obviously, Leon's body, uh, Leon's body was tested positive for arsenic poisoning. And several other bodies associated with Marie were exhumed and also tested positive for arsenic. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. 
Maria was tried three times over 10 years in French courts. Wow. I wonder how French law works. It's like, oh, uncut penis and baguette. Ha ha ha. Suck oh, it. There go our French listeners. <laughs> oh, everybody fucking knows, man. I rag on the Quebecians so much. Quebecois. <laughs> the Quebecois. All right, so... Um, Quebecois. Her first uh, two trials were declared um, mistrials, and then her third got her uh, actually an acquittal, and even though a few people doubted her guilt, which is weird... Um, so fucking nuts for this. She fought her body. Look, count? There's people that are defending Amber Heard. Let's not pretend oh, that, uh, that, that people doubting someone's guilt is not a thing. And how I, I, I understand I, it. How am I? I'm the bad actor. No one believed my acting, but the guy that convinced people that he had scissors on his hands, you're going to let him go. That's like pretty much what she said. She's fucking Good nuts. God. Um, so her body <laughs> Nobody count- actually believed that Johnny Depp had scissors for hands. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's get that right out of the way. <laughs> Her body count, possibly 13, died a free woman in 1980. Free. 1980. Crazy, man. Crazy. Yes. She is a scary-looking woman, that's for sure. Yes. Yes. Frightening. So, Amy Archer Gillian, um, or it could be Jillian. I think it's Gillian. could be, could be uh, Jillian, but I think it's Gillian. Jillian Gillian. Jillian Gillian. Jillian Gillian. <laughs> Jillian Gillian. Jillian Gillian. Uh, yes. So Amy Archer Gillian ran a nursing home in Connecticut from 1907 to 1917, where many people perished. That by itself probably wouldn't have raised many suspicions considering the time error. We're like, ah, they died of fucking tuberculosis or cholera. Cholera. I've got cholera. <laughs> Since medical science wasn't even advanced back then, obviously they wouldn't thought about her doing any of this stuff. This is uh, the house. This is where her nursing home in Connecticut was. This is what it looked like. Um, it, it was the deaths of Archer Gillian's two husbands that obviously caused suspicion mm-hmm. of her. So her first J- uh, husband, James Archer, died in 1910 making Amy the beneficiary of his recent purchases of a life insurance policy. Yes. Recent purchases, which means, you know, she was sitting there going, you know what we need? What if something happens to you? I'm all alone by myself and I'm frail and I can't do anything. And, and yeah, you better get that motherfucking life insurance policy. Here, so help me God. I'll kill you myself. What was that, honey? Nothing dear. I, I said, maybe we should get some life insurance. Uh, my brother is in the chat and asked what the fuck is on my head. And <laughs> it is um, Chelsea's grandma's uh, funeral hat. And yes, so someone who is technically is dead. Um, I'm wearing a dead woman's hat. So fun stuff. All right, then. <laughs> Michael uh, died after only three months of marriage. Also leaving Archer Gillian, uh, obviously another leaving Amy a substantial life insurance policy. She's making bank at this point. Some people people close to uh, Amy began to have doubts about her. They're like, she seems shady. Something's going on with her. Then a complaint from a relative of one of her, the patients who had died under Amy's care led the police to investigation and several exhumations. 
both of her husband's bodies and those of the patients who were exhumed and tested positive for arsenic. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. Uh, like I said, uh, especially back in the day, a lot of women killed with poisoning, especially, specifically, arsenic. Well, it's a stereotype. They do that in the, uh, in the musical Chicago. But it's not a stereotype. It's fucking factual. What? what ha- well, stereo- some stereotypes are factual. There, there are some aspects of stereotypes that are factual. It doesn't mean that it applies to everybody. That's the bad part. It doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah, that's true. Ah, but, yeah, the uh, some men just can't handle their arsenic line from Chicago. Oh, that's true. Nonetheless, she was tried on only one count of murder, and she was sentenced to death. And she was granted a new trial, and her death sentence was commuted to life in prison. Wow, good for her. Body count. Possibly high as 40 fucking eight. My God. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of murder. Uh, She died the same fate that will uh, take me and Anton. She died in a mental hospital in 1962. Her story inspired Joseph Callen... Why do I know this? Joseph Callensring? Callensring? What do I pronounce this fuck? It's classic play, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great play. Have you seen it? Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. Kessel Ring? Joseph Kessel Ring. Yep. Does that sound familiar? Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tilly. Kali- Jennifer? Uh, Jennifer no. Tilly? No, no. Tilly. Oh. Klimek. Klimek. Okay. Klimek. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Kalimek. Who cares? You pronounce shit wrong all the time. Just move on. God damn it. Tilly Kalimek had probably the most inevitable alibi of all. She claimed to be a psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she looks like a psychic. Uh, She she looks like a very frumpy woman. You could say she got frog face. She yeah. doesn't have she doesn't have Bell Gunna's frog mouth, but she's got frog face. Yes. It was a teaser. <laughs> yes. Um, why do you laugh so hard with psychics, bro? I fucking psychics are real. There is psychics out there. You were like Billy, you don't believe that psychics exist? No, okay, so I, I Chelsea's do mom pre- went to one and what? everything fucking came true. Okay. It literally like she wrote it all down and didn't look at it for years and everything to a T and Chelsea's mom like shot out of her body in a spiritual experience and like saw her past lives. Like I'm telling you straight and her mom's not someone to be like, yeah, like make shit up. She's very spiritual. She's a very spiritual woman. And um, she shot her body and saw she was working in a fucking poppy field as a black woman and her daughter was her sister in that life. She actually saw past lives of one of her husbands who actually was a dog. I highly believe that it is possible, not everybody, but one of the psychics she actually went to, the police of London, Ontario, have went to her to help solve cases which she did help solve. So fuck you, Anton. I did... uh, Thank you. I didn't even get a chance to explain myself before you just jumped down my throat. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't discount that there are re, there is real phenomena like that. Yeah. I myself have had precognitive dreams that have occurred exactly the same way that they fucking did in my dream. Yeah, you've said and it's that weird too. because on those days I've woken up and the first thought in my head was, oh, that's today. That's happening today. And I, I didn't see any of it. It, it. I've had weird shit like that happen before, whereas it's, it's like I do understand and believe in precognition to an extent. Yes. Yeah. But I also understand that there is a fuck ton of flim flammery that comes with psychics. Yes. But the, so that's it, why I laugh. It is. I'm not, I'm not like, no, no, the thing yeah. is fucking precognitive psychics. 
it is it is debatable, right? You have that celebrity psychic, which is weird. He's supposed to be with Shelter his whole life, but then it's like how? But the thing what is, what celebrity psychic? There, There's a fuckload. There's some. John Edwards is a fraud. No, like, John, John Edwards is a fraud. blatant I'm fraud. He's disputing. a mentalist. Are you fucking asshole. I'm not disputing that there is frauds out there. There's tons of frauds. There's yeah. like, especially the ones like you, you want to believe them, but not really. But there's one like in Brantford, like not far from me, which is like, it has all the psychic shit on the window, like the fucking hand and like the very um, typical things you'd see at a psychic's fucking shanty house. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is, you know, it's debatable, but there is one psychic. Uh, it's, uh, he has a show on Netflix and he's done stuff with uh, Corey Feldman. I suppose we talked to Corey Heyman. Didn't even know who Corey Heyman was. So the idea Haim. of Haim? Haim. Haim? It's not Heyman. It's Haim. H A I M. Fucking Haim. Corey Heyman. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. And uh, so Corey Heyman. Who knows? But it's supposed to be this kid's sheltered and then has never watched TV his entire life, really, has been sheltered from like just like media and TV. And he has actually no idea or no idea who celebrities are. He just does, doesn't care. And he reads them and brings up stuff. It's pretty interesting. Uh, hmm. Anyone that wants to check it out, uh, just look up Netflix fucking psychic bullshit and you'll find this kid. He's a young dude, too. Among her predictions, uh, so so when, you know, uh, so she was a psychic. So when people whose death she's predicted actually started beginning to die off, she built, oh, obviously she had built in deniability. She's like, well, I predicted these deaths, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Among Are you worried pre- about it? Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> Among her uh, predictions, were the deaths of her first, second, third, and fourth husbands. It's just like, well, a lot of husbands. Yeah. I think one, you're like, okay. One. Two, like, wow, you're, you got some bad luck. Three, I'm, I'm like, Meh, maybe, we, maybe we look into this. And four, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're doing this. I am. I'm pretty fucking sure. And uh, yeah, she is an interesting looking woman. That's, oh, look at that style, though. Yeah, oh, Shelly, she, she's a snappy dresser. She is a very snappy dresser. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it is weird. And also the deaths of her three children from a family, um, that had been giving also the deaths of three children from a family that had been giving her some trouble, the deaths of several dogs in the neighborhood and the death. It sounds like she just started like she, she got through her first and second one and she was like, you know what? Fuck everybody. Yeah. And like, and I got a problem with you. I'm killing you. She, she got, she got a taste for it. Yeah, that's one of her husbands. So, and then she she literally, yeah, she she supposedly and five husbands she predicted the death of amongst yeah. these children and these several dogs that she was probably just strangling in the fucking backyard. That dog that keeps barking at me, I predict is gonna die. So the death of her uh, her fifth husband, Anton, yay, who saved uh, who was saved only because a family members found him sick. And had his stomach pumped, or he wouldn't have survived. I did survive. I've sure never enough, had my stomach pumped. I've drank a fuck lot, a fuck yeah. load, but I've never had my stomach pumped. Have you? I didn't either. Um, there was a time at a metal show where my mom did drive me to the hospital, and uh, this is a show where we all. I've said the story before quickly. Is we passed around a Mickey of vodka, gin, whiskey, and just kind of passed them all around, drank them really quick. I fell downstairs. I busted my eyebrow open. Uh, all I can remember is all these girls around me, like you're bleeding. And I was like, oh, cool. My, bro- my buddy called my mom. It was like, and I was like 15. Like, you need to come pick him up. Maybe even younger. I think 14. She had to drive oh, me to the hospital. And um, yeah, I never got my stomach pumped. But I guess the nurses were trying to get me to pee. And I was like, I can't pee. And they had my dick out. And I was just too drunk. And <sighs> fun times. 
Uh, sure enough, his food had been poisoned with arsenic, and uh, Tilly was arrested. She confessed to trying to kill him, and she was given a life sentence. She was not allowed to cook any fellow inmates' food in her <laughs> prison. No fucking shit. I need a job in prison. Can I be the cook? No, you can't be the fucking cook. <laughs> now get out there and weed the garden. Okay. Suddenly, her psychic powers went away. Body count. Oh, I didn't seven. know I was going to get shanked in the yard. Oh, damn you, lack of psychic powers. Yeah, so her body count was um, probably seven, and she died in 1936. All right, you ready to get into... Um, Lydia Trueblood, a.k.a. Lydia Southard. Yes. Very Five dead men woman. in her wake. Yep. All right, so this comes to us from Murderpedia. Lydia Trueblood is a classic black widow. She would stop at nothing to collect the life insurance on her many mates. Six years, a half dozen victims, and detectives in two states to realize sometimes arsenic, not diamonds, is a girl's best friend. Um, so she was born in Kansas. Uh, in Kansas, 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 Kansas. <laughs> Fringy ass bitch. Yeah. Fringy ass uh, bitch. <laughs> she Wait, moved to Twin Falls, Bruce, Idaho. Why are you so cringy? Uh, because I'm with Tom. <laughs> Uh, she, yeah, she moved to Idaho. One of her suitors followed her. Uh, they were married in 1912. Planned their, uh, we're, we're sitting down trying to figure out what are we going to do with ourselves? What, what, what is our, our purpose in life? How do we, how do we do this? And she's like, well, if I kill you, my brother <laughs> dies. I got a thousand dollars. So, you know, bye-bye. So she killed, killed the brother. Uh, 1915, Edward Dooley fell ill. His death uh, was ascribed to typhoid. Uh, and so they split two thousand dollars. That was it, so, I guess. For back then, it would. So different. she has like yeah, she's like four or five people. Um, that she's she's doing the long game where she's like a little chunk here and there, a little chunk here and there. So typhoid fever struck again late September 1915, and on sundown October 1st, the widow Dooley had a decent nest egg in the making. Recently encumbered with a child, she cast about for remedies, and Providence was smiling. Barely six weeks passed before the infant drank from a contaminated well and died. Shit. Yep, so that's victim number two. Crazy. Mm -hmm. So during a mandatory period of mourning, uh, she was hungry for companionship, and she found uh, a suitor in William McAfee. She was a waiter in her favorite restaurant. They got married in 1917, and Lydia took out a $5,000 life insurance policy as the sole beneficiary. Uh, Shit. And they were going to move to Montana, and before they moved to Montana, uh, <laughs> he died of influenza. Ah, COVID. Yeah. Then she uh, she moved to Denver, uh, married another man, purchased another uh, a man named Harlan Lewis, purchased another five thousand dollar life insurance policy. Of course, so obvious. Yep. Uh, he died of pitomaine poisoning. Um, that's husband number three, folks. Husband number three. She's got three dead husbands attached to her. Uh, so and that and then she changed her name to Anna McAfee. Well, she when she was younger, she was a decent looking woman. This is this doesn't actually really the photo we're showing on YouTube doesn't really she, she was a pretty good looking woman and especially back then you could just lure them in, man. I'm mm -hmm. looking. I'm open for business. Well, that's the whole that's the whole Black Widow thing, you know. She's got a she got a web going. Although that's they, I feel like that's a that's yeah. a misnomer only in that Black Widows don't use their web to entice a mate. So, what do they do? And that's just but I mean that's that's the whole like 
arachnid kingdom yeah. is uh, is females murdering their husbands. Well, yeah, a lot of animals do that, including their own children. So, yeah, yeah, they do. So then, uh, her, her next husband was Edward Mayer or Meyer. Uh, that's when she called herself Anna. She uh, attempted to take out a ten thousand dollar life insurance policy on him, probably yeah. thinking this is my last one, this is my last big score. I gave her a cigarette smoking voice because I, I like it. And uh, unfortunately, she did not. Or one of the premiums was not paid, so she didn't get to collect it after he died. He was yeah. So he was he was transferred to the hospital because he uh, w- fell ill mysteriously. Of course, yes. the doctors believed that he would recover, but then seven days later he died. Uh, the postmortem test discovered <laughs> arsenic. After a brief preliminary questioning, detectives set the widow Meyer free. She what? ran to Cal- like yep, she, she ran to California. <laughs> Uh, and, and they began to petition to exhume all of her husbands, and one by one, the tests returned positive for arsenic. All of these, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are like, let's exhume the body. Oh, poison. Let's exhume the body. Oh, poison. Holy poison. Fuck. Yep. That's why they kept. That's why they kept pulling them in. But yeah, she uh, she was married seven times. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. So seven times. I believe it was like six husbands that she murdered and three children. Shit. No, so so the number of victims was, was one to six. They don't really know, though. Yep, she was, yeah. So her fourth husband, Edward Meyer, was guaranteed that she killed. She was suspected of killing her brother-in-law, four husbands, and a daughter. And they were all arsenic. Um, she was only sentenced to 10 years to life. Uh, she So she went to prison in 1921. She left prison in 1941. So she only did 20 years. And then she died in 1958. So she died Shit, 17 yeah. years later. Crazy. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce this bitch's name? Kiansulia. Kiansulia? Leonardo Kiansulia. She is uh, frumpy con- if any con- woman was. Kiansulia. So, because sometimes the only way to protect your drafted son from the terrors of war is a little bit of human sacrifice and cannibalism. Nom, 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 nom. Our favorite over here. We've covered cannibalism numerous times. Me and Billy did a whole series about cannibalism. A whole fucking episode. It was, it was pretty deep. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> uh, Mitch, uh, the famous Mitch that has been on like one or two episodes. He's always like, Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in cum. And I'm like, don't be saying that shit. <laughs> uh, so when Leonardo learned that her favorite son, Giuseppe, Fucking Giuseppe. Yeah, Giuseppe Andrews. Uh, was being drafted into the Italian army to fight in World War II. Something in her mind snapped. She became convinced that protecting him from the terrors and the craziness and the horrible fucking sights you would see at war was offering a human fucking sacrifice, human blood, to uh, some sort of, like, she obviously must have started looking into the occult. Is what I would take from this. She must. I don't even think she'd necessarily have to be looking into the occult for that, but or it's religion. Just the, what do you think? Why she would she even have sacrifice? to go? Because that's just something that people talked about. I'm sure. Like you know, you read books and uh, you know history books and what have you, or uh, fictionalized stories of of human sacrifice or something. I don't think yeah. she's necessarily a student of the occult at that point. Yeah. Well, and who knows? And the thing is, at this time, right in the time. When obviously this was taking place, there was a big push in spiritualism. She was born in 1894, um, so going towards obviously the 19th. Yeah, the century, early 1900s were yeah. were the 
the prime time for spiritualists and, yes. and all the other flim flam and bullshit that went with it. Um, and she was, uh, I guess you could say attractive back she in the day. She looked like a man. She kind of looks like, um, she's dressing up as a woman. I, I do know that I, I want that outfit. You're going to wear that to the club? I'm going to wear that to the club. With the fucking, um, dot on the cheek and everything. Mm-hmm. You got to put the beauty mark on. She did change though. She looks a lot. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> What is it with everybody reaching Bell Gunnis level at a certain point? Is it oh, just like all, all all poisoners reach a Bell Gunnis appearance at some point? <laughs> yeah, it is fucking strange. And she hatched a plan to lure in three neighborhood uh, neighboring women to their deaths. So not actually killing husbands, surprisingly, but Ooh. she is considered a Black Widow killer. So R she killed remix. Yep. Uh, she only had three victims. So it's not her body count that shocked people. It's the fact that she turned her victims' bodies into soaps and fucking tea cakes. Smart. The latter of which she actually Make served... Make to me these cakes of light. Oh, God, did you put bodies in these? <laughs> that scares even the great beast, but I For those like who it. don't know, soap was originally created with body fat. Am I wrong? Is that not true? I thought um, it was. I don't but know not, maybe not body fat. Whale fat? I thought it was fat. R rendered, yeah, rendered fat. Um, I actually knew uh, one of my teachers in high school would make it out of deer fat. There really? you go. Yes. Because yeah, her husband was up. a hunter. She was one of my cooler teachers. Like she, she like practiced like Reiki healing and shit, and she kept a ping of tarot cards in her desk. She was really interesting and very cool. I had a whole thing of tarot cards. I have ruins. I have a lot of weird shit. I have, uh, I, I, have I have a couple different decks of tarot that I've been using for. I want the Crowley one. I keep seeing it at the fucking. That's bookstore. what I have. It's one of them. <laughs> Of course you do. Um, so it is weird. She, so th she made these cakes and soaps out of human fucking fat. And then it's funny because she would serve them to like her neighbors and even her beloved Giuseppe. Fucking Giuseppe. It'll take me too long to find him. I was going to grab him. Yeah, well, she served all this soap and, and these tea cakes to her neighbors and her beloved Giuseppe. Giuseppe. So eat, eat my body cakes, Giuseppe. Giuseppe, and then wash you up. Make sure you get all nice and clean afterwards. Make yeah. sure you wash up with Mama soap. Giuseppe, I don't want you to go to war. I want you to stay home with Mama. <laughs> Crawl into voice. your mother's apron, Giuseppe. She's probably one of those moms that like fucking still breastfed him till he was like fifteen. She's like, you suck on my titty. <laughs> Ew. She is a very frumpy, ugly fucking woman. Um, we'll, you'll see later. Uh, for the Frumpy dumpy. Uh, Leonardo was caught because their, her, uh, the sister-in-law of the last victim became suspicious of the woman's disappearance. When a police arrived at Leonardo's uh, home as a part of their investigation, they suspected her son first, actually. She would not allow that. And oh, sure. Blame the man. Yeah. So, yeah, she admitted to the murders because she was afraid that they were going to take her son away. She's Could you imagine, mom. like, she's doing all this stuff to make sure her son doesn't die in war and she accidentally gets him executed? Yeah. How fucked would that be? Honestly, it's, um, what's that, the mother's scorn? Um, but the thing, or is that the, but the thing is, like, how women, my mom was like this too. She didn't murder anybody, but, like, to try to protect your son, you think, like, my mom's thing was like, I'm just going to send him to jail when he's a teen and see if that fucking shapes him up from all the mistakes he's making, which was a bigger mistake in my opinion. Um, but she would call me when I was young and in and out of fucking youth jail and stuff like that. Uh, she would call the cops for like a joint or me being drunk 
and stuff like that. Yeah, the smallest things because she wanted me to learn my lesson, but it made me it made it worse because it caused mental shit in my brain. It yeah, caused mental think, harm. I don't think calling the fucking cops is necessarily the best way. No, it's to not go the about best way. That. And she was like, I was doing the best I could. And I know because women or me, like just mothers in general are just trying to do the best they think they can to protect their sons, which might mean killing somebody and making them into fucking soap just in case. Apparently, but that's not really the way to do it, I guess. She was sentenced to 33 years in prison and three years in a mental asylum. Body count three. Three, everybody. Trace. She died Dry. of cerebral apoxy in 1970. Huh. I don't know I don't what that know is. What that is. I'm gonna uh, quick 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 search. Quick search. It's confusing term and even the most experienced physicians uh what? It's a sudden disease caused by spontaneous and non-inflammatory circular disturbances. It's a blood vessel thing that they don't even know how so to So it's basically an aneurysm because they still have no idea yes. what the fuck causes an aneurysm. Yeah. Mary Ann Cotton. And like I said, she's very interesting. Who knows? We might deep dive into her later on. Actually, with um, a podcast of two fellow women uh, that we'll be getting into very soon. We're going to be a Bewitch Banter. Shout them out because we'll be doing some episodes with them coming forward. And this is kind of leading us into more talking about female serial killers and being able to have women chime in at the same time. And having, Hell the uh, fuck yeah. Yeah, we've had one chick on this podcast uh, that Billy was wheeling back in the day. Uh, and I, uh, we, it was enjoyable. So go check out um, uh, the Hysteria, the episode we did about mass hysteria. If you want to hear the first female ever to come on this podcast and the last one. <laughs> yeah, so this is Leonardo. She's a very oh frumpy woman. My. How dare you try to send my son to fucking... <laughs> All right, so next in the docket, uh, Mary Ann Cotton. This is a very famous case. She is one of, I believe, one of the most famous uh, Black Widow killers out there. One of them. English, England's first documented serial killer isn't Jack the Ripper. Mary Ann Cotton killed 21 people, including three husbands, 11 of her 13 children, a lover, and her own goddamn fucking mother. Why'd you kill me? Why'd you kill your mama? Why do you kill me, mama? And then they Don't all say, kill me, mama. What, how do they pronounce mom in, uh, in uh, fucking British land? Mum. 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 M-U-M. Mum. And uh, what up, everyone in the UK? We love you, motherfuckers. All right, so um, it's crazy. So her weapon of choice, you guessed it. What is it? It's a poison. It's arsenic. Three of her four husbands and 11 of her children died strangely in similar, similar gastral illnesses between 1852 and 1872. So it is, uh, it is a wide range, though. It's about, tw it's 20 years, 20 years. It is. It's quite some time. 20 years. That's a long drawn out like murder by this woman. Like, so it's a slow poisoning over 20 years. So crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's going to get you caught more than anything. Well, no, you don't do it all at once. You're like, oh, seven people I know that are, are that are in my family or connected to me somehow died within a day and they have fucking gastro problems. 
Oh wait, no. So she, a murder spree over twenty years, or one murder that took place over twenty years? No, a murder spree over twenty years. So okay, okay. I, I thought you were saying that one murder took place over twenty years. Like she slowly poisoned no. this person over. Because I feel like it will build up in your system, yeah. and you'll be able to be like, "That's a hundred percent fucking arsenic poisoning." Plus, you yeah. have twenty years for them to go to the doctor. The doctor would be like. No. Do you feel like, like shit after your wife makes you dinner every she day? She killed like, around 20 yeah, like she's fucking killing people you. around fuck it, uh, within the span of 20 years. Oh, that makes way more sense. So Cotton avoids suspicion for years by moving consistently between two towns throughout England. So she's like, just move from one place to another, to back to the another, and like kind of just, which is like, this bitch moves a lot. Hey, you're like their neighbor, and then she moves, and then she comes back, and it's like, weird, hey. Were you on vacation again? No, we moved. And you moved back to the same. Okay. All right. Okay. Her killing spree ended when she told a local official that her stepson, Charles Edward, would soon die. She's like, don't worry. He's going to die anyway. <laughs> that's that's a, a very weird thing for you to say, but okay. I know. that is. It's like not like she was like um, Tilly where she's like, I'm a psychic. Okay. My son's going to die. Let's say three days from now. Let's just, I just feel it in my bones, okay? Why? I was hey, off. It was four days. So, why do you need all this arsenic? Ah, it's just, uh, I try to kill the rats. <laughs> I have really big rats, like human sized rats, and they're a fucking problem. <laughs> so, after the child died, the official noted, uh, the, the notified the police that he's like, hmm. That was weird. The obviously examination of Charles's body found traces of arsenic poisoning, and this led to obviously exhuming two other bodies of Mary's dead family members. So it's like, well, and I, I'd like to get into it eventually, but there's a case where they, um, now we actually cover the very first episode of Strange Brew Podcast, uh, but the vampire girl that supposedly like didn't die, they dug up her body and her body looked the exact same. Strange. Oh, yeah. Strange. Some strange stuff. So they too showed signs of arsenic poisoning. Mary was arrested and tried and convicted of murdering Charles, and she was hanged. Billy, Bill, it's fucking hung. She was hanged for her trouble. Billy's got a guff with that. You heard him on that one. I episode. love it. I I think that needs to that needs to be a reoccurring thing. Uh, yes, we'll be developing new merch. I have uh, talks and stuff like that down the road to do a reptilian bingo shirt. I actually just just for my sake because I want it. I want like a reptilian queen shirt. Maybe like a sex pistol style, you know, where it's just like fucking God save the queen type shit. Uh, but mm. I want to do things that associate with the, the podcast stuff like that. So I think that it'd be hilarious to have some sort of shirt that said hanged, hung, and like just have like Billy angry or something. Just some joke. I don't know. what. Just I a picture do. of Billy's face. Just like, it's hung. Yeah. <laughs> it's an angry fucking word bubble coming out the side. Yeah. And then, a, and then a, a noose that looks like a dick. I'm going to start, I'm going to start mine. We're going to, my brother and I will start the, uh, shut up, Tom. <laughs> Hashtag shut up, Tom. Hashtag uh, shut up, Tom. Yeah. Cause house of trash. I would like to get the, the design that I personally made on a t-shirt. I think that'd be cool for house of trash. Yeah. I think that the logo design would be pretty dope on a shirt. I'd love to rep that. So we'll I definitely do want it on a coffee mug or like a patch. I'm going to throw that up on the, um, fucking patreon merch so everyone got because it every podcast that will be associated with us um essentially um like the host head productions will have merch up on the site too so that's gonna throw up i'll uh, be thrown up fairly soon 
Dope. Wow. Yeah, check out House of Trash. Episode two is out. Episode three will be out next Fuck month. Yes. We're doing it monthly. Body count, 21. Death by 21. hanging. 21. 21 people over 20 years. That's about a, that's about a, a, a body. About a murder a year, yeah. Yeah, she was hanged. 1873. 1873. You walk to the gallows, bitch. You fucking get over there. Get over there. Okay, Betty Lou Beats. Betty Lou Beats. Boop. Yep. Betty Lou Beats. <laughs> she looks like a hard case. Can you can you tell where she's from? Besides the giant Texas sign on the fucking... Uh, born into poverty in North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, she definitely looks like she's from Texas. Um... Well, no, her, the, the, uh, I don't know what those are called. What her are those score, called? Like, the hairstyle, like her whole mug, like her mug shot. We're looking at her mug shot for all the listeners on audio and her mug shot just looks like one of those like women you would see in Texas with like her hair curled out, blonde, fucking scorn look in her fucking eyes. And looks like she'd probably be able to shoot a shotgun pretty well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, she she just definitely looks like a uh, a frontier living living lady. Yeah. So, born in poverty, North Carolina, in nineteen thirty seven, Betty Lou Bates um, married her first husband when she was only fifteen. Boop 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 boop. She gave birth to six children, and her history with men. She looks pretty good for giving fucking seven six kids. Six fucking kids. And um, her, history, her history with men was proven tumultuous. Her subsequently six marriages to five different men. How does that make sense? Six marriages to, f- to five different men? Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Were plagued by alleged abuse and domestic violence. That is weird. Six marriages to five men. How does that work? Did she get divorced she married once one twice. and remarry one of them? Yeah. She married one twice. She have, had to have married one twice. That's the only thing that could work. After Beats was divorced, her first husband and married again in 1970, she shot and wounded her second husband. He survived, although she pleaded guilty in court. He eventually retracted statements, uh, and they remarried. He fucking, she shot her second husband, and he retracted the statement so they could get married again. She, I... Man, that that power that the power of the pussy. The it same must chick be that, right. The power of the pussy is the same thing that made fucking uh, Chris Watts kill his fucking wife and kids. Chris, fuck Chris Watts. Yeah, that's fucked. Power of the pussy. My cousin has a joke about that. It's like imagine having that fucking kill your family t- s- s- pussy. It's like it's so good you fucking kill your family. <laughs> Shout sad powers. Uh, My didn't like fucking that. god, Tom. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> is it though? Uh, after the marriage failed, Beats tried to run it, hit, like run him over. Uh, actually, so the marriage failed, right? Beats yep. tried to run over her third husband with a vehicle, but he also survived. So she attempted to kill five husbands, but she was married twice to one after she tried to kill him. Fucking crazy. I'm like, I see, and she looks like somebody that would run over her husband with a car. 
You she got looks like somebody that's gonna do me. it in any like like she almost I hate to I hate to be sexist about it, but she looks like she kills in moments of like male rage. Yes, I agree. You know where it's it's like momentarily like she's not she doesn't strike me as exclusively the grudge type killer because I mean it, it definitely looks that way. She looks yes. like the it's gonna happen within a couple hours of you pissing her off. Everyone uh, that's listening on the audio, go look up Betty Lou Beats, um, and she does look like one. She knows she looks like one of those trailer park wives that knows how to wield a shotgun that has six fucking kids which she does and that just like if her husband gets out of line she's like the boss of the relationship and the boss of the household and the she frying pan upside like, the head stereotype yes yeah. yes exactly um so her fourth and fifth husbands weren't so lucky however they weren't so lucky two years after she reported her fifth husband missing she allegedly got drunk and boasted about her misdeeds to the man she was then dating. She did this man, she's like, yeah, I'm just drunk. Like, uh, can you do a Texas accent of her fucking, I'm, I'm not from the States. Do a Texas accent and of her boasting about her, to her new boyfriend. About, about uh, shooting her, her last husband? From her fourth and, fi- from killing her fifth husband. How he went yeah, missing. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I don't take that, that, that motherfucker out back and I just, you know, I dealt with him. You know, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's getting a little out of line. And I, I said, you better, you better stop that. You better stop that or I'm going to take care of it. And he didn't stop it. So I took care of it. I did. <laughs> then all right, beats, all right, all right. So, and then what's crazy, then Beat's own kids confessed to the authorities saying they helped conceal the murders. There's like, you better get out there, Bobby Joe, and you better dig up that fucking dirt. I want to see a big hole. It's got all six of her kids digging up a fucking grave. I ain't fixing you no goddamn supper till you done bury my husband. I had six of you. You told me to fuck up, get it out there. You and ain't you getting bury, your, you you your fucking your beans and pork. I swear. Get out there. She looks like she probably smokes about th- fucking 25 cigarettes a day, a whole pack. No, she's a pipe smoker. Yeah, I don't know. She she just typically looks like the trailer park trash. Ah, uh, she definitely So I'm does. saying she can't even afford cigarettes. She's a pipe smoker. Yeah, maybe. Pipes she picks up old elegant. she picks up old stogie butts on the ground and stuffs them in a pipe like a hobo. Yeah, that is disgusting. I guess you're right. People do that. What do you mean it's disgusting? Pick it up old. You know it's gross. You ain't never gone snipe hunting before? We were 15, I was just about to say that, which is disgusting, especially in people's mind in the COVID terms, is I remember, like, I was, like, I, I think I was even younger, because I was smoking by the time I was, like, 15. I'm saying, like, 12, 13, we were, like, and we were, I drank very young, my friends did, we'd smoke up and drink. I remember walking through the small town Paris, which I kind of grew up in, and picking up fucking, like, half cigarettes, and disgusting. So when I was when I was traveling, I, I was already deep in the throes of nicotine addiction because I'd been smoking heavily for like six years at that point in time. But what we do is we would go snipe hunting. So we would go around like uh, one of our camps was near a college. So yeah. we go around that college and we just open all the cigarette containers, pull out the biggest ones that we could. And yeah, it's like if you have one that's like this thick, you're like, I'm just smoking that fucking thing. Who cares? Uh, yes. But the rest of them, when they were small, you'd take them and you'd gut everything and you pour it all into a plastic bag and then you get papers and you just roll cigarettes out of it. Tasted like shit, but in a, in a pinch, it gave you the nicotine fix so g- you weren't g- jones in g- as hard. Good get She didn't. She did I not- was hitchhiking at I the time. Dick hiking. Skiing. What's that? Isn't that the rule of the road? 
I love gin. I'll take so a fun. shot in the mouth and it'll get me a couple hundred miles. <laughs> Just like a gin. Jay's I've like, taken a the... shot in the mouth for less. <laughs> Jay's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know the, the book of, and he thinks that, because that's what he thinks that the fucking the unwritten chick book of the road. You know who, okay, who was George that Carlin. chick, Tom? No, who oh, was the chick? Um, I'm, it's not her, but it, I thought it was. Isn't it not L- Leia from Star Wars? It's Carrie Fisher, yes. Yes, okay, Carrie Fisher, I knew that. I, but I feel like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, because she, uh, I, that's that Scream movie. I was like, it's, it, it is her. Carrie Scream, Fisher's in Scream, too. Yeah, yeah she's, she's three, like, I believe. She's like, yeah, I look like her. Don't you, aren't you that? No, I just look like her. I just look like her. I love Carrie. Rest in peace, Carrie yeah, Fisher. And your, and your wonderful mother, Debbie Reynolds. Two, yep. two gay icons in their own right. I love you both. What? Carrie Fisher yeah, was a lesbian, right? No, they weren't. They were gay icons. They were very strong allies at times where we didn't have extremely strong allies. And I bet you Carrie Fisher was probably bisexual. I think she, so was, she was. She uh, and just an absolute like, just one of a kind. Carrie, yeah. like, and and her mom was Debbie Reynolds. Her mom played uh, 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 Grace's mother on Will and Grace. It will. We will get to on the Patreon, and it will probably be fucking three hours. But I would like to talk about Star Wars, just like an unreal review about Star Wars in general. I'm leaving this podcast, everyone. Goodbye. Go fuck off. I love Star Wars, man. I love it. I love Star Wars. <laughs> she denied murdering both of the men. She pleaded guilty to shooting and wounding her second husband. Her children's testimonies were damning, but she was sentenced to death by lethal injection. Beats refused a last meal and a confession. Eyewitnesses report on, uh, um, on the way of her, on her of her on her way to the, in the ejection room. She showed no remorse and didn't have any expression on her face at all. She was ruthless. Honestly. What year? What She's, she executed by lethal injection on February 24th, 2000. Okay. I was like, like why is yeah. that picture black and white then? See how old, and she must've, when she got, um, when she was lethal injected, uh, it must've been, uh, when she was older, like when she was an old woman. Yeah. Sounds like this time. All right, so tune in next week when we talk about one specific woman that loves murder and especially murdering her own children. We will be talking about Belle Gunness as part of this Black Widow Killers series. But if you are love she's farmhand, then I'm going to ride your cock all night long. You come to Mama Belle and she, uh, she tickle <laughs> your balls. All right, so tune in next week. Uh, everybody, stay strange out there. Um, I never say this ever, but you can follow me at The Reptilian on Instagram or YouTube and stuff like that. And obviously, www.strangerpodcast.com. Rate and review us is very important that wherever you listen to us, especially Apple Podcasts and iTunes, give us a good rate and review, and we will really appreciate you. We'll give you an air hug, okay? One-star reviews only, talking about how Tom has a bald spot. That's it. That's your only I don't have a bald today. spot. What are you talking about? I'm not gonna Alright, so uh, love everybody, everybody, love everybody, and stay strange, fuckers. Everybody love everybody! Whatever happens to me, I don't wanna lose you as my friend. I promise, I will never be your friend, no matter what. This world's a projection of our minds, boys and girls reckless in this time. Written in the eyes of a ghost past It's madness living in these times 
I hold back the anger inside Cause I know if I snap it will cause real damage this time School teaching kids to stand in a line Fools receiving info programmed in their minds Breathing then choke from the poisons inside The food, the water, fathers You might lose your daughters to the party scene Start smoking, now it's really hard to breathe I don't care.